We're back here, whole nine yards on a Monday afternoon. Uh, we're just gonna get straight into NBA stuff. Um, so I guess we'll start out with AD. Uh, the Lakers have now lost two in a row. AD looks to be out for another, basically a month. Yeah. Um, I guess you know how does this change the West? Uh, do you still view the Lakers as the as the favorites in the West or in the league in general with without AD or at least with with a hampered AD? Um, it, for me, in terms of being favorites in, in the West, I still think they're my favorites. I still anticipate AD coming back healthy. If he's healthy, even if he's 80%, I still view this team as the favorites. Um, anything less than that, I, I would say the Clippers are my favorites to win the to win the uh, the West and probably the finals. Uh, whatever team comes out of the West is going to be my favorites, whether it is the Lakers or the Clippers. I don't think anybody else is going to. Um, assuming it's one of those, I would have those as my that team as my favorite to win the the finals, but. Um, I still, I still. If you made me bet which team makes the finals today out of the West, I'm still gonna go with the Lakers. Yeah, I probably would too. E- even with like an 80% AD, I think anything below 80%, it could be the Clippers. But the problem with the Clippers is that they, it's really just George and Kawhi. They don't really have anyone else that could do anything, or at least like someone that could be an impactful player that can get you late buckets in a game or in a playoff series. They can hit those clutch shots that you need that from your role players. It, like Lou Williams has been terrible in the postseason for the last basically his whole career. He's never been a good postseason player. Abaka's not like he's not that type of player that he was with like the Thunder to be able to still be that guy. He's probably like a fourth or fifth guy, not like a third guy who's do you a think the Lakers? Guy. Do you think the Lakers have one of those role players, or do they not need one of those? Or? Well, I think I think LeBron and AD, are, they're clearly better than George and Kawhi. So I'm banking on the fact that one of them can hit a shot, or if someone does need to, want, need to then it's going to be Kuzma or Schroeder that's going to have to do it. And I, I have more faith in Schroeder or Kuzma to do it than Lou Williams or Patrick Beverly or Serge Ibaka or Marcus Morris. Even though he yeah. has hit big shots with the Celtics, I, it doesn't seem like he's he's a guy, if you give him the ball in the late situation, he's going to shoot the ball, which I don't know if you necessarily want uh, in a late game situation like that. I think I'd rather have Kawhi and Paul George taking that shot. So unless they make a move to get someone or someone steps up, then it's going to be hard for them, even with an 80% AD, for them to beat the Lakers, I would say. Do you give them any shot against the Clippers without AD or no? What, the Lakers? Yeah. Against the Clippers without AD? Yeah, I would say they'd probably lose, just because I don't think LeBron's... He's not good enough to carry this whole team by himself. Like, a shooter would have to average, like, 25 points per game in that series. Yeah. And you know. I just don't know if he could. Or Harold would have to be, like, you know, 22 points. I just don't think that could happen. Yeah, I would give them, like, a 5 I would give them like a five percent chance of winning that series, even if, if that, honestly. I would pick the Clippers in a heartbeat without AD. But I, I think there's no reason for me not to believe AD won't come back super healthy, ready to go for the playoffs at least. I mean, he's going to be back, what? I mean, he'll be back for a solid amount of games in the regular season. I'm not concerned about it if I was a Lakers fan. I still, they're still my favorites to win the West, and honestly, they're my favorite to beat whoever comes out of the East, which we'll talk about right now. Uh, the Nets, I mean, they're winning without KD. They're winning in general. They just beat um, Clippers. The Clippers. Uh, I mean, are you are are they your clear cut number one out of the East or in general? I mean, out of the East, definitely. I, you know. Looking at the standings, they're 20 and 12 right now, and they've missed KD for the last four games. I mean, KD, Harden, and Kyrie have only played like three games together, four games together, whatever it is. Um, Philly's 20 and 11. I think they're way better than Philly is. I think if they were going a series, I think Embiid could probably average 35 points, and they'd still win in five or six games, probably six games, but they could win in five because you can't stop them offensively. I just. The, you can't score enough points to outscore them. They're going to put up 130 almost every single game. And no matter how bad their defense is, if they were playing Philadelphia and Embiid's giving you 35 every single game, who's going to give you, who else is scoring on that team that's going to outscore Harden, Kyrie, and KD? Well, nobody. Not even, well, I guess Embiid would technically do that. But, uh, I mean, Tobias Harris would have to play, he'd have to go for, again, he'd have to be a 25 point per game scorer on. You know, you'd have to be very efficient. Simmons would have to play out of his mind as well. I don't think the Sixers would win. I do see a path for them. I think, you know, they have to have their best series of, you know, their, like, 
generation, their trust the process era. Uh, Embiid would have to play like by far the best player in that series. He'd have to be dominant. He'd have to be an MVP. He'd have to be more than an MVP type caliber player. He'd have to be like the MVP. Like you know, he can't. He'd have to play better than he's probably playing right now. And right now, he's on pace to probably win an MVP or him or LeBron. Um, but I mean, even that, I just don't see how they could win a series against the Nets because the Nets' defense is horrible. Uh, you know, you know, if you think about it individually, like, or is Embiid? Or, they don't have three offensive players nearly as good as the three on the Nets. But if the Nets are still going to be the twenty fifth best defense in the league, I think that's what they are right now. If they're still gonna, if they're still going to be the twenty fifth best defense in the league, I don't, I don't really. I mean, I still give them a shot, and I still pick them over over the over the Sixers, but. I mean, I don't, I don't have the Nets as a as a favorite over the Lakers or the Clippers. Uh, they'd have to be again. Like it's so tough to win a finals or even get to the finals without having at least like a mediocre defense. I think as long as they're at like twenty defensive rating, I think they're fine. I think twenty five is too low, but I think if they get to twenty, they're fine because I think against like a center like Embiid, they have no one to guard him. Like DeAndre Jordan can't guard him. If you try to go small, Jeff Green he can't guard him. So they can't, they'll have trouble with the center. But against anyone else, I mean, you can just throw guys at people. They're still going to get you know twenty five to thirty points against a really good scorer. But as long as like multiple people aren't killing you, it's not. I I don't think the defense matters as much, especially when you can easily outscore every single team that you play, and it's not even a problem because. In a in a Sixer series, you have you'll have Simmons to guard one of the three. I don't know which three you'd put him on, but there's two other guys that no one else can really guard. So whoever you choose to put Simmons on, who's probably the best defender in the league, at least perimeter defense. Who else are like who else can you put on Kyrie and Katie or Harden and Katie or Harden and Kyrie? It just you can't guard all three of them. I mean, is it going to matter if you have the 25th best defense in the league? I'm not sure. I would still pick the – I still have the Nets. I mean, they're still going to be right now, at least right now, my favorites to win the East. Uh, I just – I don't – I'm not a huge believer in the Sixers, honestly. The Celtics haven't looked good. The Bucks. I'm not a huge believer in the Bucks. They could they could literally go 73-9, and 74-8, and eight, and I still wouldn't pick them to come out of the East probably. <laughs> I probably still wouldn't. Uh, well, they're 18-13 and 13 right now, so not, – not Yeah, not the yeah, 74. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but – I guess they can't even do that in a 72-game regular season. But I just, I'm just i not a believer of, of Budenholzer in the playoffs, even back with the Hawks. Not that that Hawks team was people – were, people weren't anticipating that Hawks team to, to beat LeBron and the Cavs. But, I mean, they got demolished. They they just embarrassed in the playoffs. Budenholzer has never been a good coach to me, uh, or at least not an elite coach, like uh, even on a Stevens level. But um, I guess we'll talk about well, the Celtics and Stevens right now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they're just they just look horrible. They just choked the twenty four point lead against the Pelicans yesterday. Uh, the game went into overtime. Uh, Tatum looked all right. I mean, Tatum was hitting shots. He hit a he hit like a tough floater at the end to send the game into OT. But I mean, to me, I just don't know with the Celtics team. Like you, like I almost feel like it's ha- it has to be something mental in the locker room. Like you just don't. Well, you're not. You're not surrendering 24 point leads to the pelicans out of all people like on the daily and i just i'm 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 selling i mean i've i'm i'm officially sold on the celtics now like sold like i'm selling all my stock on the celtics well not that think, it's valuable but. do you think the problem is that marcus smart is injured no no i don't i don't for the locker room for the team for everything i don't even think i don't think Mar- marcus smart necessarily contributes to a healthy locker room because he basically last year he feuded with Tatum and Brown, and I'm not sure if they're I'm not sure what's going on now, but it can't be. There's no way that Marcus Smart is the reason that this is happening. There's no. I don't think he's like a. He's not the Tom Brady or like the Kevin Garnett or whatever to this Celtics team. He just isn't. Um, I'm not sure. I, I don't think you have it, and I, I don't know that it's necessary because. I mean, we've seen NBA teams. I mean, LeBron, I don't think LeBron is like a Tom Brady, like where he like holds the locker room together and stuff like that. I think LeBron can be very, you know, selfish and stuff like that or whatever. I'm not I'm not too sure. I I don't know who you would want to bring in to, to, to help this Celtics team. I'm not sure if you can. I think you might just have to let it play out for the year and reassess in the offseason. Um, to me, I'm not... 
I love Smart for sure. He's one of my favorite players on the team, but I'm looking to trade Smart. I'm looking. I'm. I would would be willing to trade anybody except for Tatum and Brown, uh, because I still think the reality is, if this were to happen again next season, after that season, I mean, if I was Tatum and Brown, I would, I would not be happy in my situation. Yeah, and I think that's your worst case situation because even even if you're able to control Tatum and Brown for however many years, if they're not happy, they're not happy, and you're just not going to win. Like it's just the reality of it. I, at least in my mind. Yeah, and it most likely won't get that much better because you still have Kemba. He's untradeable. He's it looks like he's not going to be back to anywhere close to what he was just two years ago. Um, he did have a good game against. Um, well, he had a good game against Atlanta and Washington, which yeah. they won one of those. They lost against Washington. But those are two of the worst defensive teams in the league. So I can't – and he was getting guarded by Trey Young yeah. in the Atlanta game. So I can't – you can't really look too much into it. I mean, in the Pelicans game, he was 5 of 21, 1 from 12 for 3. And he had that – he had a chance to tie the – I don't know if it was the tie or take the lead. It was right at the end, uh, I think, in overtime. I'm surprised they even went to him, honestly. I don't know why they wouldn't go to Tatum or Brown, but – uh, he missed. I, I don't think as soon I was watching. I don't think anyone was thinking that shot was going in. Tatum shot? No, the Kemba three. It was oh, it was near uh, the end of o- yes, OT. Yeah, yeah. Like no, no one I, thought I that shot exactly was going which in. Shot you're talking about. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I'll try to look it, but it was one that hit the right side of the rim, right? Uh, yeah, it was. I'm looking at it. Um, maybe it was at the end of regulation. Maybe it was. No, he uh, 24 seconds left. Brent Ingram just made a three to make it 115-112, and then Kemba took a three uh, that missed. And then, you know, if you make that shot, it's a tie game. So, I, I don't know. I just think that Kemba – I don't know what the problem with them is. It's something that Stevens can't and figure I st- out. I still look at Stevens, too, and I, I ultimately think – I'm not too sure about Stevens at this point. I'm not going to fire him anything. I don't think he's on the hot seat until at least after this year. Um, but I clearly think he's got something wrong with being able to manage a locker room. Uh, if you look at past years again with Kyrie, and I know nobody can manage Kyrie, but still, if you look at these, the history of these Celtics teams, something always goes wrong. Unless, again, like you, your best three players go out and you're working with like what Stevens had in Butler, which is like a bunch of, you know, I mean, not bums, but people that are either rookies or, you know, not in their primes, not big egos that are even just lucky and happy and grateful to be in the NBA. That's the time. That's the time when he has done best. He's done best with the least amount of talent, basically, on the Celtics team. Do I have two questions? Do you think this season are you done on the Celtics for this season? Yes or no? Um, to. To do what, I guess? Like, I still think they could make the Eastern Conference Finals if they get hot. And I, I, I don't know. I, I would be. I'm I don't even done think on, they can get that far, but probably not. I'm done on the Celtics. Doing, uh, I don't know. Well, are you done? Are you done for this season? Yes or no? Do you, Do you think they can make no? The finals? I'll say no. I literally like just five minutes ago said I'm selling all my stock on the Celtics, but I'm not officially done yet. All right. And next question is. Is their window over to get to the finals or to win a finals? No, no. It's not over? I mean, Tatum is 24 and Brown's 25, right? Is that it? 23 and 24? They're not old. They're know. not even in their primes. But it's... Tatum might be 22. It's not even, it's not even just them two, but it's the rest of the East, which for the next two years, the Nets are going to be the best team in the East. They, I don't think you can question that. Because they'll still have all three of them. After that, who knows? Because the mo- the, definitely not all three of them are going to resign. But even though you have Tatum and Brown, you unless you have a third star, I, I don't see how you can get farther. Because Kemba's going to be here for another couple years, so you're going to be dragged down by that. You're still not picking in the top of the draft, which they had those picks before. They never really hit on I them. I mean, if, if, all goes, if all goes well as, a, as the Celtics, Tatum's the best player in a Nets versus Celtics series in two years. So... And Brown maybe is the third or fourth, maybe even the second. Well, I would assume KD is going to be better than Brown in two years, but I think Brown has potential to be better than than uh, Harden and Irving. 
But again, you may have the, you still have those two players. I just don't know the, what the rest of the team's going to look like because I mean, none, of your, sure it, none of your last couple draft picks have hit, and it doesn't look like they're going to. And then you're still going to have Kemba on your team, so your cap situation is going to be tough, especially when you're paying Tatum and Brown. So yeah, I, I still think this team has has a window. I mean, the ceiling or the the ceiling is the sky's the limit <laughs> uh, for for Tatum and Brown still in my mind and. The team, yeah, I mean, Kemba probably won't be ideal. He'll definitely be very overpaid on the Celtics in two years, but I still think you can make it work. Uh, I mean, the reality is with NBA draft picks, like, you, I mean, for after the fifth pick or whatever, after, like, the first three, it's really just, like, you know, pin the tail on the donkey with that type of stuff. Like, you either, do, you either get lucky or you don't. Um, and even if you do get lucky... Unless you get super lucky, you're just getting somebody like a like a Luke Kennard or I don't know, a Peyton Pritchard or Well, I mean, you can get lucky with the fifteenth pick or whatever it was. If you mean if you could get a Donovan Mitchell or a Devin Booker, like awesome. But I don't I don't think you need to do that to for this team to get to the finals and win a finals still. I don't and know. I, 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 I feel assuming like Tatum and Brown don't leave, then you're gonna have these guys for a while. They won't hit 30 for, like, another seven years. So I still think the window is wide open. Who, who once, Especially once LeBron leaves the league. If this team was in the West, I still think the West is better than the East. I still don't think it's that yeah, close. Yeah, yeah. Because the, the East at the top is better than the West. Uh, you could argue it's better. But the West as a whole is completely better because you have teams like, I would still – I wouldn't even dis- I wouldn't even agree with that. I still think at the top the West is – far better than the east i still think the lakers and the clippers right now i could not see anybody else winning the finals other than the lakers and the clippers right now uh, i would have lakers than nets and it may even be with depending on what ad is it could be nets first i don't see unless like i said uh, i don't, I don't see, see the clippers being better than the nets because unless the, unless someone steps up or they make a trade they're not better than the nets right now i mean and it's not just because the Nets beat them; they're just not better than them. Kawhi. If they in a series, if they're in a series, you can definitely argue Kawhi's the best player in that series. I mean, we'll see. Durant I would say KD be. is. I think KD, KD is. Could KD be, is, He's the second best player. You can put Kawhi on any of those players you want. You can put him on Harden. George is still a great defender as well. Kawhi's not as good defensively as he used to be, though. I mean, he's not a defensive. And they're not the that great of a defensive team. If you look at the ratings, they're not that great. Of a I think team. the Clippers can match up with the Nets pretty well. I, w- like, I think it'd be a close series, but I think it'd be in six games. I think the Nets would win, maybe, and then I would have I would games. have the Clippers in six, probably. I just I would have the Nets. I just don't see how I don't think the Clippers are as good as the Nets right now. Even if Kawhi Kawhi would have to play amazing, he'd have to be the best player in the series for them to have a chance. In yeah, my eyes. I mean, I think he would be because I think KD is the best player in that series. Then Kawhi, and then I think it goes Harden or Kyrie Harden, Harden Kyrie, and then Paul George. So mm, I don't know. I would still. I, you can if, Harden if you on wanna, this team is different than he was on the Rockets. He's not shooting twenty five shots a game anymore. That doesn't mean that he's great defensively, or that you know he's going to shoot. I mean, what's he shooting from three? I don't. Ever since he got to the Nets, he's shooting forty one percent. I still. I don't know. I don't. I still don't buy the Nets. I. I mean, not that I don't. I, I don't buy them as much as you do. I guess I would still have the Clippers in that series. I still think even if you want to say Katie is the best player in that series, I still. I would probably. I would probably say. Right now, that Kawhi would be the best player in that series, uh, but I, I still think George is the third best player. I would have, I would rather have George over Harden and Irving in that series. No, I don't think so at all. Definitely over Irving. No, definitely over. Definitely no. I think I think people are, and I'm not the big Kyrie fan, but he's he's one of the top ten players in the NBA. There's no question. Mm, there's a definitely a question. A I top don't think 10? there is. The way the way that he can play, he could be a top ten player in the league. He's better than Paul George is. There's no doubt. No, I don't think so. Yes, he is. Paul, no. Paul George, he's having a great year this year, but what we've seen in the past, if you've seen his closeout games in playoffs, he's never been I good. I mean, yeah, but... He's ha- never been good in closeout games. He's never even been good in the playoffs. Ever since the Heat Pacers series in, like, 2013, he's never been good in the playoffs. Yeah, but I'm not going to... I still don't think it's to the point where I'm going to assume George is going to be bad in the playoffs. I still think we can see a very good Paul George But even if George is good in the playoffs, if Kawhi and George are really good in that playoff series... I still don't see them beating the Nets. I just think that the dumb three, as long as their defense is somewhat somewhat good, 
somewhat good. They can outscore anyone. So as long as they can get stops when they need to. I mean, they it's can, not, yeah. But it's like, not like their defense needs to be amazing the entire time. As long as you can get stops when you need to for that team, they can outscore anyone. So why why wouldn't they be able to beat the Clippers? I mean, I'm not saying they wouldn't be able to. I would definitely still pick the Clippers, though. I mean, I still think Kawhi, George, I mean, we can – You don't. You, they don't have a – dominant big man or whatever but they don't need that at all i mean not against you know deandre jordan obviously pat bev lou will marcus morris i canard i still think this team is pretty good i i i just here this is what the closing fives would be for each team for the nets it'd be harden Kyrie, katie joe harris and jeff green for the clippers it'd be george Kawhi, beverly marcus morris and serge ibaka I mean, if That'd you be your if closing you, five, if you rank those ten players, the Nets have the bottom two in my mind. You think Harris and Green are bottom two? Debatably, yeah. No. I mean, I definitely think Jeff Green is the bottom one, but by a solid margin, he might be. But Harris is not the ninth best player of those ten. Who would be then? I think you could say Beverly or even Morris. I mean, they're not. What what does Beverly do? He he's good in quotations defensively. He's not he's not great. He doesn't I do anything still think offensively. That's pretty valuable. But he doesn't do anything offensively. I mean, in the closing minutes, I don't need Beverly. You know, obviously, I mean, having a three point shot like cool, but in the closing minutes, I don't need him to be taking any shots, any shots. I mean, if you in a close in the closing minutes of a game, but Kawhi and Paul George for me are fine in, enough. The Clippers are the worst clutch team in the NBA. That's the last five minutes of a game in a five-possession game or five-point I mean, game. They're the worst team in the NBA. I, in what, this year or just This year, they're the worst team in the NBA. This How, year, what, they've been the worst what team. Stat, what is the stats? It's, cl- it's clutch. I don't know if it's points or just clutch minutes or clutch whatever, but it's, it's clutch something. And I know the clutch rating. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. But I don't know. I don't they're the worst team. I, I remember seeing that stat. I think it was even before last night where they, again, really shouldn't have been in that game last night. Paul George brought him back in. I don't know why he was sitting at the end of the game, but they really had no they really had no shot of winning that game. Like they shouldn't have even been in that game is what I'm trying to say, but again, they still they kind of choked at the end of the game even when Paul George brought them back in. So, they're just not a good team down the clutch. Maybe that changes. I st- yeah, I wouldn't. I just well, to be the worst team when you have two top, you know, one top 5 player then George is probably a top 20 player. So, it's that's that's concerning, especially when when Marcus Morris gets the ball at the end of the game, he's shooting it, which is not the best thing. Beverly gets the ball. I don't want him shooting it, but he might. And then Ibaka, he doesn't. You know, I'm not worried about Ibaka. At least I can. I know he can. He can hit a clutch shot. So I don't know. I just don't like that aspect of their team. That I think in a series against the Nets, they don't have the two best players. Even if they were to play their best, Katie's still the best player do. in that series. And defensively, they're they're not that good defensively as people think they are. So, and they can't outscore the Nets. They're definitely so. better than the Nets defensively. They are, clearly. but they're not they're not as good as you would think with players that are on their team. Um, I mean, I, I, if you just look at the ratings, they're just I not. can have. I mean, not that Patrick Beverly is going to make first team all defense or anything, but I mean, you've got you've got. At least Pat Bev to put on Irving. He's not going to stop him, though. I mean, nobody's going to stop anybody on that Nets team necessarily. But it's all about if you just can limit them to not, you know, indefinitely outscore you in every single game. Uh, you've you've got Pat Bev for Irving. You could put George on. You could put either. You could put either Kawhi or George on either one of those. You put and George on Harden and Ka- uh, Kawhi. Probably, on yeah. But I, and I still, you know, I mean, if. Both teams are hitting their shots. I mean, it's going to be tough to outscore the Nets, but we also, I mean, I don't know that you have anybody to put on Leonard, or I don't know that you have anybody to put on George. I, I still think the Nets are, or sorry, I still think the Clippers are the best team in that series. But right, Well, another news in the NBA, uh, the Timberwolves dismissed uh, Ryan Saunders, the son of Flip. Uh, to me... I know some people bought the Timberwolves. I definitely saw some people with some like with their intentional like hot takes of the season saying the Timberwolves will find a way to get into the playoffs. I never bought that. The West is so loaded, and I mean, talk about like overrated players in my mind. I mean, first off, D'Angelo Russell. I don't buy him as like a not even an All Star caliber player, especially in the West. To me, I don't think he's I don't think he's that. Uh, and I mean, Cat, he hasn't. 
I knew that we knew this year wasn't going to be a career year for him. I mean, with all the stuff he talked about, you know, before the start of the season and all that, I, I knew this team wasn't going to be good. Ryan Saunders, I don't. I mean, he was just set up for failure, and I don't even think he's probably a good coach, anyways. But you know, even if you have Pop down there, I'm not sure that this team. I, well, I don't know. I mean, I guess the Spurs are doing pretty well this year, but well, regardless of your coach, this team is not a good team. So. Yeah, this team. I mean, they were seven and twenty-four this year. They were whatever they were last they year. They were the terrible. worst. They, they have the worst record. They still have the worst record in the NBA right now. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. They're they're not a good team, and yeah, I I, I agree with you. Like some people were saying, like you know, this team could maybe make the playoffs. You have Cat, Russell, Malik Beasley, Anthony Edwards, like. I think people get too caught up in names and not that the fact that all those four pit players are terrible defensively, along with everyone else on their team, which is why they're seven and twenty-four. Yeah, I know they haven't played a lot of games together, but even if they were, they'd still be seven and twenty-four. Maybe they'd have like two more wins. They're they're just really bad defensively, and he was put up for failure. I mean, basically, he got the job from t- when Thibodeau got fired. They basically just put him at head coach I think it was basically because his dad was the head coach before so you know I think that's kind of the reason why so you know it's it's kind of whatever in my mind if you can if you're the Timberwolves clearly you're just hoping to get the number one pick again um I'm not sure who's ranked I forget his name is it is it is this the Cade Cunningham draft yeah so which that would be I mean that's that's the guy yeah they should take because Russell you could play him at the two, or you could trade him. Honestly, if you I mean, get yeah. Kate Cunningham. I like to me. I mean, your team in the future should be built around Edwards, Towns, and if you get Cunningham, then Cunningham. If yeah. not, whatever. Whoever you get out of the draft, it should be around those three players. I'm. You should not. You should not consider D'Angelo Russell a part of your championship core. If you have yeah. to deal him, yeah. you have to deal him. And I guess you know if you have to deal Edward. I mean, you wouldn't. I mean, unless you, you know somebody is trading LeBron or whatever. But um, yeah. Uh, we'll move on to the NFL stuff, though. I mean, Timberwolves, whatever. Well, um, unless you have anything to say. Well, before we move on, we're just going to take a quick ad break. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, did you just <laughs> Totally forget? forgot about that, but uh, yeah. All right. Um, we're back uh, from the ad break. We'll just get into the NFL stuff. Uh, so for the NFL, uh, we're going to go through all 32 teams, division by division, Basically, just talk about their quarterback situation. I mean, clearly the most important position in all of sports, probably. Uh, yeah, so we'll start with the AFC East. Um, so, I mean, some of these are going to be really easy. Other ones we'll talk about. But the first one is the Bills, Josh Allen. You know, yeah, I it's, mean, we don't really have to say much about it. He's clearly their franchise quarterback after the year that he had this year. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so next team, so this is will be an interesting one, the Dolphins. So they have two at quarterback. You know, he didn't have a great rookie season. There's been talks of possibly getting Watson. What would so, you give up for Watson if you're the Dolphins? Well, I can't. I don't think you can look at any of the other quarterback trades that so far in the Wentz or the Stafford and base it off that because it's a completely different situation in that he's 25. He's a top, at least top five quarterback, probably top three, but at least top five. Um, and he's in a situation where he clearly wants to be traded. The team doesn't want to trade him. They, they're basically saying no to everyone who's asking about him. So what would I give up? You have to give up Tua. You'd have to give up your draft pick this year, which was the Texans. That's the third pick this year. Um, and probably two more first-round picks. And a, probably a fourth, a third or fourth, probably down the road too. I mean, would you – okay, so would you do Tua, your – you they have two first round. What's their other first round pick? Seventeen. Yeah, it's like seventeen. Okay, so would you give up Tua three seventeen next year's first, and a twenty twenty two fourth? <clears throat> I don't know. I f- I don't know about the seventeenth this year, because they still need ro- they still need holes to fill in that roster. They do. So unless you think that if you just add Watson, they were ten and six last year with Tua and Fitzpatrick. If you think that Watson, you could put him in and you could be a eleven and five or twelve and four, which they could do considering they were ten and six, I would do it. But I still think they have they have a lot of holes to fill on that team. No, I would agree. I think with Watson, you actually stay at ten and six, maybe get eleven and five. The, the schedule is going to be a little bit harder for the AFC East this year. I don't think their records yeah. are going to be just as great, especially the Dolphins. They're now playing a second place schedule. Um, I don't buy them. Like if they, you know, if they were to come into this year with last year's roster exactly the same, 
they're not going to go ten and six in my mind. Um, and I, I view Brian Flores as a very, 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 very good coach in this league right now. Um, if you get Watson, though, I think that you know th- again, like that brings you from a team that would compete for a playoff spot and get bounced in the first round to being able to actually win playoff games. Um, so, would I do the trade? It's really tough because you're right. There's so many holes to fill. But I think I would do it. Um, if if it was that or bust, I would I would do it. I mean, I think you have to. I just if you don't do this trade. And the reason you can't win any playoff games is because you're stuck with a with no quarterback. That's not good. Yeah, and I I think they would probably want to do the trade, but I don't know if the Texans. I don't know if the Texans the would do it either. Yeah, yeah I, I think yeah, I think the reason that trade would not happen is because of the Texans. Yeah, yeah. Um, next team, the Patriots. So I mean, technically they don't have a quarterback right now because Cam. They're not going to bring him back, and unless you think yeah, Jared Stidham's I, I the quarterback, I think there's a chance he does come back, but. I would not want that. Yeah, I I wouldn't want that either. And I mean, he just Cam's he just cooked. can't throw the ball. That's uh, that's really it. He's old. He's done. Uh, yeah. What and now? What do you do if you're the Patriots? I think you know, best case is probably Jimmy G, but that means the Niners either got Watts. It means they probably at this point in the offseason they must have had to have gotten Watson if you don't have if they don't have Jimmy G. Yeah. Um I think Jimmy G can be solid enough. We've clearly seen him work in New England, Belichick. I mean, I don't know if you've heard I mean it's more from being a like a local or whatever, but if you just go back and you listen to Garoppolo or Belichick talk about Garoppolo, it's like it's it's like borderline disgusting how much he loves Garoppolo. Um I think that would work very well. I think with Garoppolo, and you get a couple of these opt-out guys back, and that are that are pretty solid, like a Hightower and a Chung. Maybe you hit on a couple picks as well. Uh, J.C. Jackson, maybe he emerges into a, an actual Pro Bowl cornerback. Um, it's definitely overrated last year, but um, I mean, I think this team could make a wild card spot, uh, 100%. Um, I know that you, you may not like that take, but I still have Belichick as the best coach in the league. I, I don't. I've never loved Belichick as a GM, but as far as the quarterback position is concerned, yes, Garoppolo. I think that's the best. If not, whatever you can really. It, it's just you, we have to. It's too early to tell. It's just too early to tell. Yeah. And yeah. Clearly, you have to draft somebody, obviously, as well. But I, I think that goes without saying. You draft whoever Belichick likes. I'm. I, I'm not going to put any time into it. Whoever he likes is the guy you go with. I mean. Yeah, I would say. Garoppolo or maybe a draft pick, honestly. I, that's really the two options I see. Um, then the Jets. So they still technically have Sam Darnold. I mean, he is under contract for to be there, uh, on their team. I mean... I think people are selling on Sam Darnold way too hard right now. Yeah, I think we're kind of pro-Sam Darnold, I would say. Uh, not like super high, but I think we're. I think we both see the upside in him being on a good team with a good offensive line or at least weapons. Um. Yeah, I mean, if if he has a competent roster on him, he will be a top fifteen quarterback. I have absolutely no doubt in my mind. I think, I, so and, too. I, and I know he's he's pretty and he's pretty interception prone. He's been that even since USC, uh, but. I don't think that's too much of a problem. I think that is much less of a problem when you have a competent roster and at least a semi-competent coach uh, with you. If Saul is that, they hit on a few draft picks. Um, this team can – I mean, they're not going to do well next year. I think their best case is probably 7-9. and nine. Like, their absolute best case is probably 7-9. and nine. Yeah. Um, but, again, if you go 7-9, and 6-10, and 10, and you look promising and Donald actually looks like he's a, he's a quarterback you can roll with in the future, I think you go with it. It's tough because – it's tough if you're the Jets only because you've had no success with Darnold and he hasn't looked the best, and you're going to go another year with probably best case seven and nine. Um, that's going to be rough, even if Donald does play like decently well. Yeah, they're going to be Jets fans that don't want him there next year because wow, they went seven and nine again. But I mean, unless he's a top five, unless he's a top eight quarterback in the league, which I don't see happening at all with with whatever is around him, they're not going to be better than seven and nine. Yeah, I feel like they're going to trade Darnold and pick Zach Wilson with the number two pick. Would you it do just, that? I mean, I, I wouldn't. I mean, unless, even well, if you're getting the stuff for Darnold. Well, one thing in, is that 
financially, it just prolongs your rebuild because you don't have to pay Wilson for four or five years while Darnold will be coming up in the next two years, and he's making more money right now than Wilson would be. So it, that's that's one thing. Even if you, like, I feel like, you know, if you're taking Wilson with number two pick, it's not just because of the money. You clearly have to like him. You're not going to take a guy with number two pick like that. But I feel like they're probably going to do that. I just, I don't know. I feel like Sam's done in New York. Which, I think for Sam that's best. I think it is best for him. Well, what team would he go to? I don't know. But, you know, I think for him, the best situation would be to get out of New York. I think that'd be the best. I don't know if I don't know if the Bears are into Donald or not, but well, they might be. I mean, they missed out on Wentz. You know, the Colts have their guy, the Rams have their guy. I mean, the Steelers, who knows what's going to happen with them? So the Bears could definitely be a possibility for Sam. I think I don't know what I would want to happen. I think as an AFC East person, I honestly I don't want Sam Donald in my division. Um, maybe I don't I don't know if I don't know if the Jets are ever even going to work out, regardless of their quarterback, anyways. But yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, if they, if they, I don't know what you would get for Darnold, but if you can get a first out of Stafford and um, Wentz, Wentz, I think I you still could get think close those, to it for Darnold. I, I still think, think those close. are different situations, though. I know I would too. I do too. I definitely think they're different situations, but I still think you should be able to get a first out of Darnold if you're going to trade him. And I don't know if you do, but I think you should get a first. Yeah. And I wouldn't want to trade Donald if I don't get a first. At least a second. At least a high second. Yeah, at least a second. Definitely at least a second. Um, but I guess that's kind of it for the Jets. Uh, we're going to AFC North. This this division is pretty easy, honestly, except for the Steelers. But uh, the Ravens, I mean, they have Lamar. I mean, no matter what you say about him, he is their quarterback. He's their quarterback. So. I don't love him, but yeah. Yeah, I don't love him. He still hasn't shown in the playoffs, even though he beat the Titans. I, you know, that Titans team was not that good. Is he um, a quarterback that can take you to a Super Bowl? In my opinion, no. Yeah, no, I don't think he can. He unless he shows the ability to throw the ball consistently down the field, but also accurately. Until then, no, he just can't. He's too one-dimensional. I would agree, and I don't like the attitude of this Ravens team at all either. With and that, I think that that contributes to Lamar. Yeah, a little bit too cocky for me. And I think last year they, you know, they talked about how they were humbled or whatever, but. Yeah, I don't buy it. I, 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 don't, I don't buy it either. Um, but he is going to be their quarterback for the next season. Um, Bengals, Joe Burrow. I mean, obviously he's going to be the quarterback. He I might. Don't, I don't know when he's coming back, but probably midway through next year. If if you're the Bengals, you could arguably just sit him out next year as well. Just whatever. It really it's such a horrible situation to see Burrow tear his ACL for the Bengals. I mean, you know, you obviously don't want to see that regardless, but. That, that's so precious, just burning years on on, a, on your number one pick's rookie contract like that because assuming Burrow is what he was in his rookie year and continues to get better, he's going to get paid a lot of money and you're going to miss out on years where you know you could have built your roster around Burrow. Again, I mean, like we talked about, the rookie contract on a quarterback is the most valuable thing mm-hmm. in maybe all of sports. Uh, definitely uh, all of sports, yeah. So... And yeah. they're they're a cheap team anyway, so they would pay Burrow, but they're not going to pay anyone else. That's just that's just what the Bengals do. They don't they don't really pay anyone. So it's having those rookie years would have been big. Now would they have won like a playoff game? Probably not, but it would have been at least you know at least you would have had the possibility of getting to the playoffs on this rookie contract. Um, ba- uh, next team, the Browns. Baker, you know, kind of the same situation as Lamar almost, where. He's your quarterback, but is he, like, your franchise quarterback and a guy who can lead you to multiple playoff wins? I don't know. It, maybe. I like Baker, but I feel like I'm slightly biased. Like, I just for some reason feel like I like Baker more than I should. He hasn't proven anything. I don't think that a playoff win against the Steelers, it proves that, you know, at least you can win a game, but you are gonna you have to get lucky to get a, an opponent like the Steelers two years in a row. Yeah. Um, you're going to be playing a more difficult schedule as well. I don't. I think for now. I mean, we both agree he's the move for now. Is he the move in the future? Who knows? Um, it will be interesting to see what his contract looks like because they're most likely going to franchise him whenever that has probably after next year. But he might be another case of double franchise and move on. Yeah, because you know, in the system that they have right now, where it's basically run the ball and then play action and make throws when he has to he works but if you're asking him to do more than that he can't really do that no matter what you know that's what you need your franchise quarterback to be able to do even if that is your offense is you know 
run, work off the play action. Mayfield can make the throws, roll out when he has to. No matter what, to win a Super Bowl, you need to make in one of any of these 19 games or 18 games that you'll play, or 20 games or whatever, uh, you will have to make the throw or make at least a couple of those type of throws. I mean, Brady had to do it. Garoppolo had to do it. He didn't do it. Uh, It has to happen. And the question is, do you trust Mayfield to be in that situation? And even then, you have to have a very good roster around you and a very good coach, which I think right now you, you look like you do. But again, like that's the that's the case for Mayfield, and I don't even know if he can be the one that makes that throw to Sanders, or I don't know if he can be the one that makes that throw to Gronk down the sideline. Who knows? Uh, but for now, I mean, we both agree. So. Yeah, uh, and then last team, the Steelers. So it's you know, I mean, it's Big Ben, but he technically, you know, I think the GM or if it was their owner, whoever it was, they weren't really com- you know committed to him. I think it was only a couple of days ago that someone asked him about it. I would assume he comes back for one more year, but uh, who knows? I mean, he may retire. They may just get Darnold or something like that. So it's not not really sure what's going on there. Who knows? I, again, I mean, Big Ben's back for another year. You'd assume uh, you need to have a backup plan. So whether that's out, it has to be out of the draft, definitely. Um, I wouldn't. This is the thing with the Steelers and what I've seen with the Patriots and what I want with the Patriots. If you're in a situation where you have this quarterback like Ben, who you know is on the outs after a year at best, honestly, um, you need to have a backup plan. Uh, you, you saw the same thing with Brady, and Garoppolo was that backup plan. Obviously, Brady out-aged and outplayed Jimmy G. Um, but you know, you need to have that backup plan. If you're if a year from now the Steelers don't have their guy, or at least they think is their guy out of the draft, that is not good. Yeah, obviously, it's not good. So but, whether that's this year or next year, whenever they draft someone, they're going to have to draft someone. They probably should do it this year, but definitely should do it unless this they year. think that they can somewhat compete for a Super Bowl, which I don't think they can, um, they should probably draft a quarterback this year. Uh, all right, AFC South. We're start with the Texans. I mean, you know, Deshaun Watson is their quarterback. Do you think he gets traded? I, I don't know. I think what I've seen and what I've heard is that he – Teams have called for him, and the Texans said no. They haven't even, like, talked about anything. They've basically just said no. But also, they can't even talk to Deshaun. He isn't answering any of their calls. So is he going to hold out? I mean, I'd be surprised if he holds out for, like, a whole season. He's 25 years old. Does miss a whole season as a quarterback? That's I don't know if, when that's even ever been done. So I would be surprised if he held out the entire year. But would they even want to trade him? Like it's it's a it's a crazy situation that if they can't figure it out before like the season starts, I think they almost have to trade him because he's not going to play them. Everybody, from anything I've watched in the media, said that Watson's one hundred percent getting traded, and I think that's very aggressive. I think there's a chance he doesn't, but yeah, I think if you held a gun to my head and say pick, I think I would probably say he does get traded. Um, but I don't know. It's so tough because, again, you're going to have to find a team that's willing to give up so much. At the bare, bare minimum, a quarterback and three firsts. At the bare minimum. I feel I feel like there's teams that would do that. There I mean, are like teams we, that would give up th- a quarterback and three firsts. That's, but that's, uh, that's even at the very bare minimum. I mean, that's like all the leverage in the world working against the Texans. That's the bare minimum. And I still think if you're the Texans, I just uh, – I think there's still an argument to be made, even if Deshaun Watson wants to sit, that you ride it out and at some point you have to bet he's not going to sit out the whole regular season uh, and lose out on basically, what, I mean, $30, $40 million? Yeah, however much he's supposed and to obviously, get paid. Yeah, I mean, I just, I'm not, I don't know. If, if I'm the Texans, obviously I want to keep Watson, but I think I would trade him. Uh, I mean, clearly if Watson's going to be like this, I would definitely just trade him. Uh, we'll see what happens, but it seems like if they're going to trade him, it's going to be draft on draft day. That's Probably. what it seems like. Because if that once that passes, I mean, you know, it's going to be hard to trade because you have you know you don't know where everyone's set for the order next year. You don't know what you know if the Dolphins. I mean, they have that third pick, which was yours. That's just it's a valuable pick. Um, so Nick Casario, though, I mean, like. Casario, all these other guys, you have to start picking up the phone and answering these calls, though. These can't be, like, no. Like, you, you got to at some point consider, like, because, like you said, the draft, like, you're not trading after the draft, and if you are, it's for, you know, pennies on the dollar, 70 cents on the dollar or whatever. Yeah. 
you know, and I just, yeah, you have to start at least considering these trades. Yeah. Um, next team in the Colts. I mean, they just traded for Carson Wentz. He's going to be their guy. Um, you know, nothing much really else to say about it. I think Orlovsky said he was a dark horse MVP. Wentz, I would yeah. disagree. I think he I could disagree. be. I think he definitely could be. Um, I think he's a top ten quarterback. I think he's is if if you considered Tannehill a top ten quarterback, which people do, Wentz will be better than Tannehill. No doubt in my mind. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like talent wise, clearly, it's clear the system in that Tennessee offense is what makes him. You know, the stats look really good. Um, but for Wentz, I mean. You know, it, you have to look at last season and be like, was that just the situation was just so bad that he was just playing so bad, or was he really playing that bad? And that even if he's on a better team, better coaching, better offensive line, better weapons, you know, to a point, uh, you know, is he going to be a top twelve guy? You know, can he take that jump from being? I mean, he was, he was honestly the worst quarterback last year in the NFL. If you look at the stats Probably and you look at how he played, worst, he was arguably the worst quarterback in the NFL last year. So can he be a top twelve quarterback with the Colts? You'd like to say yes because of the team they have, um, and him just getting out of Philadelphia. I don't know. I think I think, I think he means, can. I think there's but a lot getting out of Philly. I, I really think it does do. too. I don't, I don't think, think and he's also you know there's always those reports of him not being able to get along with guys in the locker room and everything like that. I don't know if those were true or not, but they definitely somewhat had to be true, right? Because the situation was so bad. So maybe just getting out of there is the best thing. No matter what team he was going to, he could be better. But, yeah, I mean, he's obviously going to be their quarterback for next year. Yeah. I mean, for Wentz, getting out of a scenario where, obviously, Foles basically just ruined his career in Philadelphia. Um, and that's not the sole reason, but that's a very big reason why everything happened. And getting into a, now into a place where all 52 other players in the roster are – ecstatic about their year and they now have a guy to get behind and root for you know more definitely more so than philip rivers because this guy's here for basically ever you know if, if you're a colts player that's what you're thinking and you have a chance to win the super bowl and this is your guy now and Wentz having that backing i think that means a lot for him uh, i think there are other quarterbacks that are different you know like brady when he's faced with doubt and stuff you know he'll he'll get through it i don't know that Wentz is that guy and i don't think that's necessarily a bad thing but yeah i, I think He's a dark horse MVP. Yeah. Um, next team, the Jaguars. I mean, obviously they're going to pick Trevor Lawrence in the draft. So, you know, nothing much to say, really. But I guess you hope that he'll be there for 15 years. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you can move on. Yeah. Uh, and then last team for the AFC South is the Titans. I mean, they have Ryan Tannehill. He, you know, he signed that contract. He is going to be their quarterback for the next, for the probably the rest of that contract. Um, you know, like we kind of just said earlier, he, his stats would tell you he's like a top 10 quarterback, but if you look at him, he's not just because, you know, he doesn't have all the characteristics and talent that a top 10 quarterback would have. He's just the system, having Henry, you know, if uh, it would be interesting to see if Henry has a bad year this year or he gets injured, and then what happens with Tannehill and the Titans. Um, I think they, they're they barely a playoff team anyways, so if Henry's having a bad year, they're most likely not going to be a playoff team. But again, Henry had to have the fifth most rushing yards in NFL history for this team to squeeze into the playoffs. Yeah. And that you know, that can be credit to their defense being really bad, which it was, but you know, still that's you know, for him to have two thousand yards and your quarterback put up a year like he did and still barely make the playoffs, you know, that's not and Henry's he's not gonna be able to put up two thousand yards every single season, so at some point, Henry's falling off. Tannehill's yeah. signed through 2023, 20, so he'll be a free agent in 2024. That's that's the cap to me on this Henry-Tannehill era. Um, I don't believe it in getting you to another AFC Championship game. Maybe you do if you're super lucky, but I don't think so. You're not winning a Super Bowl with this with this team, in my opinion, with, with Tannehill as your quarterback. I think, you know, in his best case with the system around him, with Henry, with all this stuff, yeah, maybe he can look like a top 10. But I, don't, I still don't even think he has looked like a top 10. I don't think he will look like a top 10. I think he's mediocre. I still think he's closer to Dolphins Tannehill, which was better than people gave him credit for. I don't think he was like a bottom 28, 29 quarterback. I don't think he was third worst in the league. But I think he's closer to being the 23rd best quarterback in the league than I think he is being the eighth best quarterback in the league. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, we'll see. He's probably going to write out the whole the rest of this contract. I don't think it's going to get him anywhere. I think Henry's wasting, you know, his potential. I don't, and I mean, we'll, we could talk about that in a different episode. But 
I don't think this team's getting it going anywhere, you know, special, so I'll leave it at that. Yeah, and then last division, uh, AFC West. We'll start with the Broncos. Uh, they've Drew Locke as their quarterback. I would say this is this is his last year. Unless he's a really good year, this is like his prove-it year. So, And I, I don't see him getting much better. So they'll probably be drafting a quarterback next year. Maybe even trade for Watson or they just – Get someone in free agency, like a bridge quarterback, you'd until like they can get draft, their quarterback. You'd like to draft a third or fourth rounder this year if you like somebody there. I, I, f- I feel like they've been doing that too much, though. Ever since Manning, so. ever since Manning left, they've been trying to do that, though. I mean, they, Paxton, Paxton Lynch. Lynch was a first rounder. Yeah, but they jumped up to get him, and they got him at the end of the first round. He shouldn't have been a first round quarterback, and he's out. Of, he's not even in the league anymore. Even if but even Drew if it Locke, doesn't work out, I'm fine with wasting a third or fourth rounder to at least push Locke and get some, at least have some potential there behind Locke. Have something there, kind of like a Hertz, but you don't have to make a you don't have to make him a second rounder. If you want to have it in the fourth round, sure. Um, I'd like to draft somebody there. You know, worst case, both of them don't work out, but at least you have a plan. I think it's worth that pick in that spot. So, but they have to at least do something soon. Yeah, because um, Locke isn't even. This isn't even like his last year. He could have like he has like three games. Like he doesn't have a he doesn't have a full season. Yeah, if he, he may, plays a bad three games, he might get benched. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the Chiefs. I mean, obviously Mahomes. We don't really have to talk about that. Uh, the Raiders. They have Derek Carr. It seems like they don't really want him to be the quarterback, but it seems like he probably is going to be the quarterback. Doesn't seem like he's going to get traded for now. a team that has been as uncontent with the quarterback <laughs> as there has been. They have been involved in no moves, like yeah. no quarterback rumors yeah. even. Surprising, and I mean they have Mariota on their bench, who it seems like they really like. But I, you know, if you can't get rid of Carr, then how is Mariota going to start? You know, maybe it's it's a weird situation with that. You would think that they'd make a move, but especially when they it's been reported that they don't really like Carr at quarterback. So I I don't know I don't know what they're thinking. It would surprise me if teams didn't want to give up anything for Carr. Honestly, maybe it's because they know that the later the Raiders have no leverage. Yeah, I'm not exactly sure what it is. You would have thought the same thing about the Lions too. I mean, they don't have any leverage really with Stafford either. But um, yeah, I don't. I don't know. I, I definitely prefer Carl over Mariota from what we've seen. I know Mariota had a good game basically, uh, but I don't. I don't trust Mariota. I don't trust that as your sole plan. I still think Carr is a better quarterback than Mariota. I still think Carr is a better quarterback than even Tannehill. I, think, I like Carr more than Tannehill. I think he can be. Um, he definitely has more talent, but I mean they're kind of similar if you really look at them. I think they're but. pretty similar, but yeah, I mean I would I would give the talent edge to slightly, Carr. but yeah. definitely to Carr. Yeah, I yeah. still think in a in a situation, Carr might be the difference between making that throw to Sanders in the Super Bowl and not. And not that this, those teams are getting to a Super Bowl, but in terms of their gap. Uh, yeah, and then last team for the AFC is the Chargers. They've Justin Herbert. Uh, I mean. He's gonna be the quarterback for the next ten years, fifteen years, whatever it is. So. Yeah. Um, let's take another ad break before we get into the NFC. Uh, we'll be back in a second. All right, we're back from the ad break. Uh, we're gonna start with the NFC now. Uh, so NFC East, we have the Cowboys with Dak Prescott. I mean, you know, technically he's a free agent, but I would assume that he is coming back. Uh, whether it's he's getting tagged again or he's getting a long-term contract, I'd assume he's coming back. I mean, as as a Cowboys fan, is that what you want? Yeah, I, I, I mean, look, if he gets tagged, he's probably not coming back the next year. And I think he I think he is a top 15. He's definitely a top 15 quarterback. There's no doubt. He, he's probably even top 12. You know, I, you have to just look at the list. But he probably is top 12. Um, I would definitely agree he's top 12. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I don't think this injury is going to affect him that much. It was a clean break. It was a break. No ligaments. No th- nothing like that. So I think he'll be fine coming back for the season. Um, and I think he's he's improved every single year. I mean, maybe 2017 he was bad from his rookie year, but he's improved basically every single year. And as long as their team as a whole is better, then I think he'll, his play is going to improve the team even more. So I think I think he's coming back. And One thing quickly before I move on is the yeah. only thing that scares me is you couldn't build a Super Bowl team when he was on his rookie contract, yeah. and you do it when he's on when he's paid we'll just say $30 million a year. I'm not too sure, but I think he can. I still think that he can get better from when he was in his rookie contract. I think he probably is going to be better. Uh, I think he can. Ha- I think he has potential to be a top eight quarterback, 100%. So. Yeah. Um, the, uh, next thing, the Giants. I mean, they have Daniel Jones. You know, he's 
going to be the quarterback for this year, but this is his prove-it year. You know, if he's not improved or better, you have to look at other options, whether it's free agency or the draft. 100%. This is his last year. Yeah, yeah. and he, he has to stay healthy, and he has to be a better thrower of the ball. That's, you know, the two things. If he can improve on that, he'll probably stay for at least one more year, but, you know, he has they to improve have, on that. They have to at least compete for the division. Yeah. they got to go at least 8-8. Eight and eight. And even then, I mean, if he doesn't look great, he has to look like a top 15 guy. If he's not, you move on. Yeah. Uh, next team, the Eagles. I mean, obviously they traded Wentz. It looks like Hertz is going to be the starter. Uh, I mean, I think they said they're trying to have people compete for him in training camp, but it, it looks like he's going to be the starter. Uh, you know, I'm not sold on him at all. You know, no, I don't think anyone is. I don't think I don't even know what, really what to think about him as a quarterback. But I don't think the Eagles are. So yeah, I don't think they really are either. They may draft somebody. Who knows? I don't believe in Hertz. I don't think he's a capable enough thrower in this league to get it done. So, I mean, do whatever you want this year. I still think your plan is another guy in the draft. So. Yeah, and they're looking at a rebuild with the old pieces that they have and the money they've tied up. They're looking for a rebuild anyway, so maybe he's that guy, maybe he's not, but we'll have to see. Uh, and then Washington. I mean, you know, is their quarter? I don't think Alex Smith is going to be the quarterback. I think he's done. He, I think he should just retire. You know, he had a good year last year, but he he can't move in the pocket. I think he should just retire. You know, they signed Taylor Heineke back. You know, maybe he's their quarterback. I don't know. I don't think so. I don't even know. I think that contract is so like based off of like the fans. Yeah. Like almost like a meme to a certain. I just no. I don't think he's a quarterback of the future. I would agree on on Smith retiring. What possible? way could he have a better year than what he had last year considering yeah. the, the comeback and, player of the year all that stuff and at the end of the year once he got re-injured he was he was completely immobile after he was already basically immobile so he yeah he should just retire at the comeback player of the year a really good year he should retire um nfc north we'll start with the bears i mean you know mitch trubisky he's not coming back uh as their quarterback you know do they trade for watson do they trade for darnold do they maybe draft someone is Foles is he going to be their quarterback for next year they have a lot of questions at quarterback the Bears this is right yeah the Bears Trubisky please don't like I just don't I I wouldn't want Foles either I would say draft I'm not, I'm just not too sure I don't want to have to do another year with Trubisky though I mean like this this yeah. this whole roster is on the outs I'd like to find somebody that can actually bring them to a Super Bowl and you know, maybe even if Trubisky isn't horrible, I still don't care. You need somebody that has potential in the next two years, whether that's out of the draft, out of free agency, out of a trade. Yeah. The only problem with their situation is that Nagy and Ryan Pace, their head coach and GM, are most likely getting fired, whether it's midseason or at the end of the season. Um, so whoever quarterback they bring in, it's, you know, He's going to have to have an amazing year. They're going to have to make the playoffs for them to have a successful season. So it's going to be a tough situation. The for NFC any North is tough. I mean, yeah, it's going to be it's going to be somewhat tough this year. You'd expect the Vikings to rebound. I think they're a playoff contender, just like they basically are every year. They're basically a playoff. Yeah, they're always five hundred or something like that. The yeah. Packers are. I mean, they're going to win that division probably. So. And the Lions, you know, they'll probably be pretty bad. But they're going to be bad. But they're they play they play tough. Least, they play tough games. I mean, yeah. They'll at least have you maybe for the first few quarters until they decide to let you score two touchdowns at the end and drop a touchdown in the end zone to win the yeah. game. But uh, and then, I mean, speaking of the Lions, I mean, obviously they traded Stafford. They got Golf in return. You know, he you know we'll see what happens with the rest of his career. Golf's your bridge. He's your bridge yeah. guy. I think it's just as simple as that. Draft a qu- you have now have the ability to pick and choose when you want to draft a quarterback. If you love a guy from this year, yeah. you can feel free to do that. If not, you can wait until next year and just continue to build that roster. You have no excuse to not have a loaded roster by the time your next quarterback comes in. Yeah, because you can ride his contract out or even the year before it ends, you can get rid of him and you'll have you'll build your rest of your players up and then you get your quarterback on their rookie contract for 5 years. That's that's the perfect situation for you them. You should basically have what happened to the Chiefs. You're not, maybe yeah. you're not going to draft him at Holmes. Obviously, not only one team's ever done that, and that's the Chiefs. But Someone know, you, who can be a top-five quarterback in the league. That's what you yeah. need. You need to have a very competent quarterback, which Goff is competent enough. Draft your quarterback, have him sit there, whatever. Your roster will now be a Super Bowl roster when you insert your, your quarterback of the future. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Packers, you know, Aaron Rodgers, he's still going to be there for a couple years. Rodgers and Love, I mean, that's just the... Yeah. He, he's going to write his contract out, and then I'd assume they'd probably just go to love. I would just think that at the end of this contract, it'd be tough for him to 
keep being the starting quarterback of the Packers, unless he's MVP in his last season or something like that. But, um, yeah, that's it for the Packers. Uh, last team in the North, the Vikings. I mean, they have Kurt Cousins. It's you know he's going to be their quarterback. What happens in the next couple years? You know, you know who knows? He's kind of like a middle of the pack quarterback. He can be good at other times. He can be really bad at other times though too. He can be eleven or twelve best ish. He can be around that, or he can be twentieth, twenty first best. Or typically he'll be you know fifteenth or sixteenth. Yeah. Um, you need a loaded roster to have him win a Super Bowl. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Uh, NFC South. So this is a pretty interesting division. I would say, except for the Bucks. Um, so you have the Falcons. They have Matt Ryan. You know, it looks like he is going to be the quarterback for this year, unless they take Justin Fields. Um, I think they have the fifth pick. Even uh, if they do, there's nothing saying Fields can't ride the bench for a year. Yeah, and he probably would. Uh, I would just, you know, I wouldn't assume they'd get rid of Matt Ryan for Fields this year. I'd, I would rather have him sit for a year behind Matt Ryan and then be the starting quarterback. That'd be that'd be a good transition. Now, do they do that? I don't know. They have to be in love with Fields, which you know, who knows? It's you know, seems still like a couple teams, months away. And he's fallen already down the draft. Yeah, it seems like Wilson's jumped and Fields has fallen. Um, so, you know, does he fall to five or does he fall to fifteen? You know, who knows? It depends on what teams are in love with him. But uh, I think that'd be a good transition for them. But again, they have to see what they do. Uh, next team, the Panthers. So they have Teddy Bridgewater. It was clearly a bridge quarterback to whatever quarterback they're going to take in the future. I wouldn't expect that to be this year, maybe not even next year, but it's going to be soon. So, you know, he's I mean, going to be the quarterback for... You saw the rumors. They're trying to build up for a Watson trade. Maybe it, I yeah. don't think... I don't foresee that happening. But if you could get him for... I mean, they were saying even like three first in McCaffrey, which is a lot. But for a guy like Watson, it's borderline priceless to get a guy like that. So... Yeah. I mean, especially from an owner perspective, like get a guy like that, your franchise instantly rises up two hundred million dollars, and it's worth. I mean, yeah, that would be that would be a good move for them if they could do it. But I still see them probably just using Teddy as a bridge quarterback to a future quarterback. Yeah, but, I would agree. Yeah, uh, and then the Saints. So it hasn't. Nothing's come out really about if he's going to retire, Drew Brees, if he's going to retire or not. It seemed like he was going to, but nothing's come out yet. I don't understand. It, it it makes me think that he's at least, you know, going back and thinking about it again. Yeah. Maybe just to double check to 100% make sure before he announces it. Maybe he does come back for another year. If you're the Saints, I, you may just want to rip off the Band-Aid. The only reason you wouldn't is if you're like, we have absolutely no plan at quarterback, so I guess we just have to take Breeze back for another year. You have to draft a guy in the draft this year, I think. There's just no... I, I don't think Taysom Hill's your guy. I think most people would agree on that at this point. I don't think yeah. Taysom Hill's your yeah. guy. Winston, clearly not the guy. Um, if he can't even be the back quarterback and he can't beat out Taysom Hill, uh, you've got problems. So you draft a guy. If Breeze is back, cool. If not, you look to a bridge type of quarterback. I don't know who that would be. Maybe a Dalton, maybe a Winston, maybe a Hill. But, you know. Yeah. it's If he comes back, he comes back. If not, you have to at least draft someone. Just I think you have, have to regardless. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then the Bucks. I mean, they have Tom Brady. Uh, you know, at least for next year, he's under contract. We'll see about after that. But, you know, he'll be their quarterback. It'll be interesting to see if they draft a guy because that's what he does. That's what Brady kind of didn't want in New England was to have that guy behind him. And I think Garoppolo was probably arguably the best pick Belichick ever had because it motivated Brady. But old as Brady's gotten older he's not wanted that for some reason I mean, he's wanted like the respect and all that type of whatever you want to call it but um it would be interesting to see what happens if the Bucks draft another quarterback I would say at this point like he's 43 so I think he would have to but you know when he was 37 and they tried to get Garoppolo in there it was you know you would think that he would have fallen off but he didn't but I mean at 43 he's not going to play for another five years no 100 so. percent but I'm just from Brady's perspective, he didn't want that. Yeah, no, but I think I think he realizes now, like hopefully you know, he's you know he, he's not going to be this level for another five years. But um, yeah, again, that was a pretty easy one. Uh, and then last division, NFC West. So Cardinals, Kyler Murray. You know he's a top, you know he's a top ten quarterback, and he has the ability to be a top five. Um, but you know their coaching, their head coach probably has to change for that to happen. But. Uh, yeah, he's he's a you know he's one of the best quarterbacks in the league. 
Uh, then the Rams, you know, they tra- like I said, they traded golf. They got Stafford. Um, I think that was the right move for them to do. And I, you know, your hope is that you can get to the Super Bowl with Stafford and then win one with them. Yeah, I mean, you have to. You have two years probably at most. Yeah, you yeah you probably have two years until that roster, until the money starts building up with Donald and Ramsey and Stafford, um, and you know the dead cap hit that you'll probably that you would have taken from golf too. Uh, and then the then the Niners. I mean, they have Jimmy G right now. You know, are they going to trade him? They're going to get Watson. They're going to draft someone. They they they're also a team with a lot of questions. I'm a Jimmy G guy. I know some people aren't. I still think you can win a Super Bowl with him. Maybe I'm wrong. I'm not too sure, but I still think he's a guy that you can get you there and has gives you a chance to win playoff games. There's not a better option out there right now other than Watson, probably. So. Yeah, if they can get Watson, they should definitely get him. But you know, if they have to run it back with him with Jimmy G, I guess they have to. But you definitely but they're, would like they're like what twenty and six with Jimmy G or something like that. Like yeah, I mean, I I, I don't think we're at the point where we need to you know like get rid of Jimmy G. I mean, if you want to draft a guy, you. You know, feel free, but you should not spend and you should not spend a first round on a quarterback. Definitely not. No, no. If you want to spend a second round on it, or second round on a quarterback that you really like and think has potential, I didn't. I wouldn't hate the pick. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I still think Jimmy G's plenty capable for this year. Yeah. Uh, and then the last team, Seahawks, Russell Wilson. I mean, there was reports he wanted out. I mean, that's clearly not true. Um, so yeah, he'll be the quarterback for the next you know seven years, whatever however long he's gonna play for. So yeah, that uh, was, that so was that was basically all the court. That was all the quarterbacks. Every team, you know, there's the interesting ones like the Bears, the Jets, the Texans, the Dolphins, the Niners, and then there's the easy ones. You know, like you know the Chiefs, the Bucks, stuff like that. But there will be this will be like, we've already seen two trades so far with the Wentz and Stafford. We may see more. We may see other stuff retiring drafting quarterbacks we'll see this this will be like we said before uh on previous episode this will be the most interesting offseason that we've ever seen especially for quarterback wise yeah. so we'll just have to see what happens yeah but that's basically it uh appreciate everybody on the youtube side slash spotify side or the wqaq radio side um whichever one you're on feel free to check out the other i mean pretty simple stuff um but yeah uh we'll be back at least for the YouTube and Spotify side, subscribe, follow, or whatever. We'll be back Friday at noon.